Hello and welcome to Ovidcast. Here at Ovid Health, we are committed to enabling and inspiring healthy lives through the power of communications. In this series, we'll be exploring the essential role of partnerships between patient groups and the life sciences industry and asking how the sector can forge stronger partnerships which deliver better healthcare for patients. In this episode, Rachel Gonzaga, Ovid Health Head of Patient Partnerships, speaks to Mary Pavlou about how the Fabry International Network works with industry. Mary was appointed as president of FIN earlier this year, having previously been the organization's secretary. She is a trained nurse and head of a hospital pathology department in Greece. In 2001, she was diagnosed with Fabry disease alongside her mother and brothers. Mary, thank you so much for joining us today, especially because I know that you've rushed from the hospital to join us in this conversation. Can you tell me about your day? Because we know you've just had your treatment for Fabry disease. What is it like living with Fabry disease and what's the treatment like for the condition? Well, first of all, I want to thank you for the invitation. I'm very glad to be here. Well, it's a journey to have Fabry disease and to be a chronic patient. Fabry is an invisible disease, as many of our, you know, group of patients and uh, doctors are saying. It's difficult for us and for other patients, for, for me as well, to explain to others what it feels and what it's like to have uh, pain or to have uh, dizziness or tinnitus or even vertigo, which happens to me once in a while. Uh, and it, it's awful uh, to feel uh, tired, even if it's a weekend and uh, you haven't done much. Once um, a colleague of mine asked me uh, why you say you are ill. I see you have two, two feet and two uh, hands and uh, you seem like you're totally fine. Well, I'm not totally fine. I have to go to the to the hospital every 15 days. That means holidays must be arranged differently, uh, vacations and um, and work, and even you know want to go for five days escape. You have to arrange around around that day. It's a whole day at the hospital, almost all day, let's say. And uh, I'm fortunate to to take this this day off of my work because I I work full time. So yeah, it's difficult. Thank you for sharing that. And can you tell me about your organisation? Tell me about Fabry International Network and, and what are the aims of the organisation? Well, I'm very proud of uh, Fabry International Network and be part of it. We aim to spread awareness first and foremost, uh, awareness about uh, about Fabry, make it more understandable what Fabry is, give the platform to both uh, doctors and specialists and uh, patient organizations and patient leaders or patient representatives. We give a platform for all the patient associations around the world to meet each other. It's another uh, great pillar of ours to exchange experience, to exchange you know, good practice. And uh, we thought with this to embrace what other people or other countries are doing and uh, you can bring it back to your country. Perfect. What's the one thing that you're most proud of um, in terms of the Fabry International Network? Well, first of all, I have to say that I'm very proud. Uh, the members of the board are all 
uh, we are all fabric patients uh, every time. And uh, I'm very proud of the hard work that we are uh, giving and we are doing for the community. And the other part that I'm proud of is the community itself. There, I have met and know so many brilliant people around the world with the dedication to help the fabric community, to help, to help the, the community on their countries to understand what it is to live with a rare disease, with a chronic disease that, for example, takes in some countries 10 or 12 years to, for a person to diagnose. So uh, I'm very proud of the community that we have built over the years. Can you tell me about how the Fabry International Network works with industry and what do you think makes a great partnership between a patient organisation and a pharma company? Well, that's a great question. We have uh, written policies. That's the one thing that I believe it's crucial to have policies for your own, how you want to work with industry and with pharma industry in particular. That's the first thing. The other thing is to have um, clear goals of what you want to achieve on the collaboration that you are doing with them. But you want to do it in a transparency way. I believe that uh, in Finn we have achieved that. We have achieved collaborations with the industry that uh, are transparent and clear. Mary, thinking about all of the needs of Fabry patients and the aims of your organisation, are there particular areas that tend to get more funding from industry and some areas that are potentially more neglected and that you'd like to see more funding for? Well, you know, a presentation of the things that we are um, facing now because, you know, of course, pharma industry always wants to be involved with... Um, educational material and uh, educational uh, leaflets or videos or any of this kind. Or they call it unmet needs, which is, uh, you know, a phrase that we all almost terrified of hearing. Let's talk about your unmet needs. Our unmet needs are our everyday life. Our unmet needs are that we are not talking enough about the psychological aspect of the disease. The admin needs are how can you help me tell a friend? Can you help me tell that I'm a rare disease patient to a, my new girlfriend? Or how to start a family? Or how to support my family that has four members or five members of uh, chronic patients? How can I make my daily life more happier, more easy to go? Those are the true unmet needs that are not facilitated and will never be from only from one industry or from all together joint. That's a really brilliant way to describe how like that pharma terminology can mean such a different thing in the patient community. Um, so that's brilliant. I think... One aspect of um, partnership working that comes up quite a lot is gathering insights and pharma often talk about their partnerships with um, patient organisations being to, you know, to bring insights into the company and shape their business strategy. 
So I think it's clear from what you've said, that kind of emotional aspect and dealing with the emotional burden of disease is one insight that potentially, you know, you would wish that they sought more of. Mary, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of Ovidcast. Join us again next week when Mary and Rachel will be discussing transparency, metrics, and how to make partnerships easier for patient groups. If you enjoyed the show, why not share it with a friend and subscribe so you never miss an episode.